0: Welcome to the Before Midnight Podcast, brought to you from the M Plus One Studios overlooking beautiful downtown Frankfurt. I'm your host today, Brian Schengenfelder. My co-host, Linda Ward, could not make it. She's a little under the weather this week, so it's just me doing solo again. And that's okay, because now I have a race we can talk about. We're going to do a recap of my adventures at the Mojo Triathlon in Cincinnati, (laughs) One heck of a weekend, one heck of a weekend. Started with soccer Saturday, my 2013 U10 team. We got a win. That was exciting. Uh, we're we're starting to come together, understand some things about teamwork. We've got a little ways to go. It was good to see that. I got to come home, chill for a little bit, pack for my race. Then that night I had a 50th birthday party from one of my oldest friends, someone I've known since grade school. Uh, first grade, actually. We had a great dinner had a great time I got home from that about 10 o'clock <laughs> and then my wife drove us up to Cincinnati for that race the next day I think we got there about 1230 at night 12 1230 at night I, I was in bed by 1 at least asleep by 1 got up at 5 to go race went over to the race site want to start I think they do a really good job with their race it's well organized they have a very efficient system for checking people in they had the disposable time chips which made it easy to kind of come in and grab those and go they had a secure transition area which leads me to my one thing I wish they did have which is a, a bike rack or maybe even two outside of the transition area. Because here I am, I rode my bike from the hotel to the race site. I have my backpack with everything in it. I've got my bike. They give you um, stickers for your bike, stickers for your helmet. They give you uh, race tattoos. You get all the stuff to begin the day. I am walk- I need to do something with my bike. My thought is, oh, let's go to the transition area where I can put my bike down. They won't let you in because your bike doesn't have a sticker on it. Here I am, like leaning my bike up against this railing or their their border and, and trying to get all this done. It'd be much nicer if they just had like a just a rack outside. I could rack my bike, sit down, take my time, uh, apply the stickers, get the things I need, and get ready to race. That's the only thing I had that was that I'm really kind of critical about what they did. You know, but that's that's fairly minor in the the grand scheme of things. Uh, Got set up pretty easily. It's really nice. Your number. There's a sticker on the on the racks with your number. You know exactly where to go, where to put it. The racks weren't too crowded. Uh, Very well done. Uh, Nicely laid out. Very simple. Transition area. Get everything together. Find out it's not wetsuit legal. I guess they couldn't find the the cold spot they found the year before. And realistically, it was that water's way too warm to even being close to wetsuit legal. I never did say the final temperature, but it had to be in the the low 80s, like maybe 83 range. It was pretty warm. It it actually felt great to swim in. Uh, get everything ready, and then the problem is it's not wetsuit legal, which means you're just in your tri suit. And here I am probably 30 minutes before the race. I, I should have stayed in the transition area until they closed it looking back because I got cold. <laughs> it was fairly cool that morning. Uh, I was sitting there kind of shivering, trying to stay warm before the race began. Uh, they, they let the sprinters go out, and then they had the Olympic, and they, they tried to put little signs up to kind of self-seed yourself, the way you're in kind of the group about how fast you're going to to swim. And that's a good way to do these races. Uh, they actually did a better job this time because they set it up where uh, they they kind of corralled people into segments. And they did it kind of a way. In previous years, they just kind of had you line up, which is how I always ended up in the back of the line. <laughs> this time, I was like third or fourth person in. Mainly because I was sitting on the hillside right near the start. I just kind of walked down and everybody kind of lined up behind me. <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm not that fast to a swimmer, guys. I don't know why I have to be behind me. and there were a couple of people in front of me, and, and that's okay. I I was not really prepared. They they sent the the sprinters out, which is fine, um, but I was expecting them to get the swimmers a little bit further out, closer to the turnaround before they sent us out into the water, uh, mainly to keep us from swimming over top of the the back of the the sprint group. Uh, they didn't wait quite that long. And since I was like fourth or fifth in line, all of a sudden it was like, hey, get ready to go. And I'm like, whoa, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not really ready to race. <laughs> I'm like two away and I'm trying to get my, my watch over to <laughs> triathlon mode. <laughs> oh, I get it selected as I'm they're, they're trying to count me down. <laughs> I go jump in. My uh, Garmin didn't even pick up the GPS signal until uh, fourth of the way <laughs> into the race. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was it, it was it was a really bad race though. I It was one of the worst races I ever had. I, I, I didn't even look at the results of the race until I got ready to press to start this this podcast. I, I was so disappointed with every aspect of the race that I just I, I just didn't even bother to look at the results until now when we came in and talked to it. Um, I mean I, I got done with the swim. I looked at my watch. I came out. It was like 28 minutes, which is incredibly slow for a 1500 meter swim. Uh, that was disappointing to see. But when I started looking at the data from my from my Garmin, though, I jumped in at about 1500, or about four or five hundred yards into the swim, and it clocked me at 1533 yards swam. Uh, if I were to guess, the swim itself was probably closer to 2,000 yards than, than, than 1650, what it should be. Uh, that would have more than made up the difference. Uh, my Garmin had a 28-minute swim. They had me at like a 29-minute swim, but their swim time included coming out of the water, and it was a goodly run up to the transitioner. In fact, I guess it took me about a minute and a half uh, after running to get up to that transition area. It was, it was a f- significant run up there. But when I look at the results, I mean, I, here I was, I was thinking it was a, a bad swim time. But when I went in and looked at the swims, um, I had probably the 18th fastest swim, which is pretty good. I mean, swimming was never my strongest of the, the, the sports. Um, and in fact, when I looked at my age group, because uh, I could come in and, and filter on age group, the uh, i was the fastest swimmer in my age group and that was that's pretty cool uh, again that's something that i'm not really known for i've been working on my swim i thought i'd gotten better and and it has gotten better i'm i'm swimming much better now i'm swimming closer to what i should be doing in the other sports and that's exciting uh, that that is one positive i ended up taking away from the race that was pretty much the, <laughs> the only positive i could i could come up with uh, it's such a good swim there. That lake is is really nice. Uh, they start you off every five seconds. It, it spreads out. It doesn't get clumped up. I think I did swim over or hit almost run into the uh, last swimmer from that sprint. I felt bad for her because I think she had a little ways to go before she hit the <laughs> the roundabout, and there were people already swimming up on her. Uh, that's that was uh, a little disappointing. I assume for her. Uh, but the water is pretty clear. It's pretty clean. Uh, you don't have any like uh, diesel or fuel smell or worse smells that you have in like the Ohio River. It was. It's a good. It's a good swim there. Uh, you come out. They have to pull you out, which is interesting because it's kind of on a bank. You're, <laughs> and they pull you out. It was. It was nice. I I got on the bike. Uh, the bike was pretty cool. Uh, one of the things I tried this time was, since I got a Hammerhead, Garmin, or a hammerhead uh, bike unit, they're big on navigation, I went ahead and programmed in the race, it was a two-loop, I was able to program in the entire race as a route in, on the device, and that was actually kind of cool, I didn't have to worry about the turns, it was like, you're going to be turning in 100 feet, or whatever, <laughs> and, and this course had a lot of turns, they had changed it up, they uh, they couldn't go straight. I guess the road was under construction. wish she wasn't even open. They uh, diverted us into this neighborhood, which was uh, suboptimal road surfaces. But I guess it's better than a closed road. We and uh, uh, it ended up being a little bit longer road ride. It was uh, much closer to forty five, forty six kilometers than it was forty, which is what it's supposed to be. I think in previous years it's like forty two. So it was it was even longer than it normally was and it was a it's a long bike um, I was going out to bike one of the things that I took away from last year's race which I wasn't super happy about was I went out too hard on the bike and I didn't have anything on the run this time I, I was so afraid of overdoing the bike that I didn't even do the bike it was atrocious I I was looking at my Garmin data and I averaged like nine, little over 19 miles an hour on the bike. Um, I I don't know if I've ever done a short course race where I was under 20 miles. Maybe my first one. Uh, that is just atrociously bad biking and atrociously bad racing. No matter how you look at it, I, I, I went and looked at my power data. I I was averaging. Mm-hmm. 15 percent my threshold power i mean i should be racing at that threshold here i'm 15 percent below it i mean that's way below i mean we're talking about two uh, 25 watts less than what i should be riding at least 20 watts less than what i should be riding that's that's a significant drop off of power and as as i was racing as every time i kind of you know, felt like it was getting a little hard, like a back off, back off, this, save ourselves for the run, save ourselves from the run, and I had a horrific bike, I, I mean, that's really the only way you can look at it, I mean, I'm in the, I was near the midway of the entire field on the bike, I was, um, I was, what, near last in my age group, let me see, if I, I've got my age group here, um. Well, There's 15 people in my age group. I had one of the largest age groups, which is so strange. I hear I'm in the 50 to 54, and I still have one of the largest age groups racing. I think I had like the third largest age group. Was, that's that's actually crazy. Uh, but like I said I was, I had the fastest swim of anybody in my age group. But the bike, on the other hand, oh, my my TTs were good as well. But the bike, I was. 13 out of 15 on the bike I, I have never been that low on the bike that is that, that's just abysmal I mean there's there's no way to look at that and, and come away with anything less than that you know and the worst part about this was here I am setting up for my run by going easy and, and I have a terrible run we'll, we'll get to the run in a minute uh, no thought on the bike I'm always amazed. Uh, As many triathlons as I do, you're always going to have people that are faster than you unless you're like the fastest biker in the world. I get all these fast bikers that would go by me. I had one guy go by me. He had gotten maybe 100 yards on me, 70, 80 yards on me. We go through a corner. He had to brake and slow down. He was good 100 yards in front of me. By the time I got through the corner, I was within 10 yards of him that's an amazing amount of wasted time these people have spent all this money on their equipment and all this aerodynamic stuff that saves them 10 15 20 seconds in a race and they throw it all away on any type of technical course that has multiple curves because they can't handle a bike it, it absolutely blows my mind that that is happens over and over again i mean i had one guy Is i mean i just I, I ate up a lot of space on people like one guy had, Way ahead of me. Go through the corner, I'm right on him. Uh, one time I made the mistake of letting one of these guys get in front of me. And we went through the corner way too slow. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That was a huge mistake. Uh, sometimes that happens. You Where corners are, or where they are, and where your opponents are at that time can can vary wildly. But that was crazy. The only other thing about the bike, they had a segment, since we are going through these neighborhoods, they had a segment that got backed up with cars. And that got a little dangerous because some of these cars were trying to turn around. Uh, we were supposed to be on that lane that they all these cars were in. We ended up kind of in the other lane of oncoming traffic. But there were bikers coming that way. And we just kind of took that lane over. But these cars that were stuck here, some of them, like one, like one guy said, he saw a guy a car open their door to kind of step out and see and almost hit a biker. A couple of them you could see were trying to flip around and go the other way because they were stuck with no place to go. And that was really dangerous driving by them and seeing like they they wanted to kind of like turn out in front of you. Uh, other than that, it was fine. the uh, The bike course was good. It was it was a good ride uh, as far as the course itself. There was it wasn't really that challenging. They, they had some hills, but nothing spectacular. I think it was about eight or nine hundred feet of climbing in the whole race, which is pretty negligible, especially compared to here where I, every ride is in the thousands of <laughs> feet of climbing. Yeah. But then it got to the run, and the run was an absolute, absolute disaster. I w- went out too hard. Let's see how to do in the run. I was 1, 2, th- one, two 3, four, five. I, was, I had the sixth fastest run in my age group. Uh, it was like just under 51 minutes for a 10K, which is a horrifically slow run. I mean... I saved myself for the run, and then that's the run I, I put up. It it was pretty much my own fault. The, the weather got hot. I went out at a, a a brisk pace on the run. I actually had felt like I had good legs. I felt like I had the snap to run. The problem was, with the heat and such, my heart rate in the first mile shot up into the 165, which is, for me now, that's pretty much... Uh, the top-of-the-line heart rate, where if I'm at that level, I, I can't go anymore. Otherwise, I'm just going to, I'm done. Uh, that's, that's about as high as I can sustain for any length of time. And I was there in the first K of the of the run. I, I knew at that point in time I was in deep doo-doo because there's no way I could sustain that pace without needing without having room for the heart rate to drift up. There was no room. the The only thing left was to get slower as the race went on, and and I did. I, I got <laughs> the, the first four or five k were pre, were okay. Uh, the back four or five k were absolutely atrocious. The reality was, I should have known better. I should have gone out in a more measured pace, uh, established a a heart rate that I could maintain, and then maybe try to build from there. Instead, I went out. Accelerated the heart rate to a level that was not sustainable. I mean, it, it at least at that pace, and and it was just it fell apart. It fell apart. And here I am saving my bike for this for a decent run, and I and I, I put together a, a a piss poor run. <laughs> that is pretty much the uh, definition of a race that you just want to forget. And this is definitely a, a race that I that I'm gonna want to forget and put on my my head as soon as possible uh just it, it just was one of the worst races i've done in my life uh, in triathlon outside of maybe some of my early ones but yeah, i've done 60 67 races this is my 68th race i i, I expect a certain level of competence that I, I just wasn't explaining i wasn't producing and and the reality of it is is i i, I realized i'm a shell of my former racing self i I'm, I'm nowhere near where I was. I was hoping experience could help me uh, through my injury this year. It, it's just not. I, I, I'm going to have to be better if I want to race. I have to prepare better. Uh, my training was I did what I could, uh, but I'm going to have to get better with my training. I'm going to have to mentally be better on race day. Uh, you'd think that it's something that would get easy over time, but the mistakes I made were just... I shouldn't be making those mistakes. I really shouldn't. Not at this point. It's just it's a lack of focus, a lack of being ready come race day, and I have to be better if if I want to continue racing. You know, and for me, racing it's not about the time. It's about can I put together the best performance I can on that day. Uh, for me, that answer this time was clearly not. I, I didn't even come close. I mean, I would, it, the, 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 as bad as my run was, I would have been better off just hammering the bike. <laughs> I would have probably had about the same run, maybe a little bit worse, but my bike would have been four or five minutes faster. Uh, the, the trade-off would have been uh, worth it in this case. No, it was just... I'm going to have to figure it out. I'm, I'm going to have to uh, dedicate myself back to racing if I want to go out there and race and uh, try to try to race at a high level I mean that's the whole point of racing is to go out and give a high level you know the the times uh, I don't have gold times when I'm out there racing I have an expectation of okay I can train at this level I should be able to race at this level and I'm trying to put together a race to deal with adversity and and really, this race had very little adversity. The only adversity I had was self-inflicted on the run, and for the most part, all I did was just get to the end. And my mentality towards the end was, "Let's let this nightmare end," <laughs> which is not very positive. But that's all I had at the end was, "This has gone bad. This run has gone bad. The bike was obviously less than it probably could have been." Because I was saving up, that's—it's really hard to come into a run and, and, and finish strong when you're like, "Wow, I saved up for this." <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I've, I've got to rededicate myself to racing. Either that, or I just have to give up racing, um, which is not the same as giving up training. I, I enjoy training all these sports. But if I want to race, I'm going to have to rededicate myself to the concepts of racing, if that's what I want to do. And I just have to figure that out for myself. Otherwise, you know, maybe do some sprints every now and then just for fun. I just don't like to race for, oh, let's go out and have some fun. It needs to be a test. And if I'm not able to test myself, I don't need to be doing it. I, like I said, I'm just better off just going out biking and, and running some and, and swimming some and, and just enjoying the training side of it and, and not worry about uh, attempting to race. Yeah, yeah, there's very little good I can take out of it. The only thing good I can take out of it is a pretty good swim, a much better swim than I originally thought it was. Uh, you know, I got to be outside for the day. So, so a positive takeaway for the race. I get to spend some more time outside. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, really. That I mean, that's the takeaway for me was: Is this something I want to do? Do I want to race again, at least at this the Olympic distance? Um, and I got to figure that out. You know, maybe the answer is no. I, I don't know. We'll we'll have a whole off season now to think about it and put it back together. Right? Because at the end of the day, I know what to do to race. I just have to. Commit to doing it and, and actually executing on it, man. It's just it's so so rough to come back after a race and where it's just it didn't. Your plan was, in hindsight, very poor, and secondly, you didn't even execute it well. <laughs> it's just so rough. Oh, all you can do is laugh about it. That's really all you can do is, is just laugh. It was uh, just something that's. Incredibly forgettable, and, and we'll forget about it, and we'll move on. I've, uh, I'll i probably do the try for sight here in a couple of weeks. It's a sprint. It it should go better. Um, I'm definitely not going to make the same mistake. I'm just going to go all out and then see what we have on the run. I, a, a, a race that that's short, I should be able to power through it. I, I know I have more than enough training for a sprint distance race. I'm, I'm much more confident that uh, I can power through that if I need to we'll see how the results go on that um, you know something to see if i can you know still compete at a level i mean i don't expect to beat the level i was 3 or 4 years ago but it, at least to be close to that level uh, is what i'm what i'm gunning for and, and to be nowhere near where i was is it's just unacceptable i, I can't do that going forward uh, it, it it's not worth the spending the money and, and, and taking the trip to race if you can't go out there and, and be able to um, put everything into the race and, and and really test yourself and test your mettle and test your preparation. But anyway, that's all I got this week it is just a very disappointing race review. If you've enjoyed this video, if you've enjoyed watching me sit here and humiliate myself and suffer, hit the like button. <laughs> hit the subscribe. We have much more enjoyable, fun topics uh, in our normal podcasting uh, if you're uh, <laughs> if you're watching listening to it on iTunes uh, give us five stars uh, subscribe to our to iTunes subscribe to Google podcast all those things help us to uh, with the metrics if you're looking for a coach uh, i promise i coach better than i race <laughs> uh, check us out go3sports.com and as always have a great day If you want to.